strength and growth come only through continuous effort and struggle. Napoleon Hill. Hey, hustlers. Welcome to the Hustle Show audio experience. Real, no-filter conversations with successful entrepreneurs where we go over the harsh truth nobody told you about being an entrepreneur. And now, your host, Christian Ariola. Hey, hustlers. Welcome to another episode. My name is Christian, and I am the host of The Hustle Show, and I'm super thrilled to have you here where we have amazing, real, no-filter conversations with successful entrepreneurs. First of all, let me thank our sponsors who make this show possible. YouTube Hustlers, my new mastery course to rank your videos to the top. Get early access to my beta program at thehustleshow.co slash YouTube Hustlers. Audible, get a free audiobook download by visiting thehustleshow.co slash audiobooks. Thank you so much for tuning in today for episode number 26. I hope you enjoyed episode 25 where I basically shared all the lessons that I learned through the process of hosting and having my podcast show running now for 26 episodes. You know, I really appreciate you for being here, for taking a few minutes off your day to tune in. And I'm very excited for today's episode because we're sharing David Feynman's story. He has become a really good friend of mine uh, ever since we did this pre-recording of the episode. And David is the CEO and co-founder of Viral Ideas Marketing. By the age of 23, Dave had launched six ventures with $2 million in revenue a year. He gained national recognition for creating the zombie run that went viral across the country and sold only after nine months in business. That's incredible. Dave is well known by raising over $350,000 for the Autism Cares Foundation. He is sought after speaker and educator on viral marketing and entrepreneurial topics. So with all the achievements that he has, I think he's a perfect hustling story to share with you, right? I totally agree with you. And remember that all the show notes and a way to connect with David will be available at thehustleshow.co slash THS26, along with our free book club and all the courses that we are putting together for free for you. So go ahead and check it out. Whether you are watching this in our YouTube channel or listening into our podcast audio experience, I would really appreciate if you subscribe right now, hit the subscribe button and, you know, allow other people to find our show by giving us credibility to the hustle show. Okay. So without further ado, let's jump into the call with David from Viral Ideas Marketing. All right, hustlers. So on today's episode, we have David. Welcome, David. Thank you, Christian. I appreciate it. I'm very excited to have you here, man. And, you know, our, our mutual friend, David, you know, he's an amazing person. He was here on the show in episode one, and he told me a little bit about your story. And, and I was just eager to have you on the show and share it to all the hustlers that are listening to us right now. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, he, he, uh, he's definitely quite the character, Mr. Mr. David. So I'm glad to be here. Yes. And I understand that, you know, you started entrepreneurship very young. I mean, you started your first business at the age of 16. And then by the age of 19, you sold your first one, which is amazing. And then now, you know, you started your own video marketing, video marketing company and, and you're doing great things out there, man. So I'm eager to start digging. How did you get involved into entrepreneurship in general? What happened there? Yes. So, so I, I know everyone's story is a little bit different. Um, but my, mine actually started back in high school. So when I was 16, I started my first company um, you know, with, with a friend from high school. 
and uh, eventually started growing. I actually didn't originally think I wanted to do entrepreneurship. Really kind of through college, I always had these kind of things going on in the background. Um, and I, I had about six companies up through, up, you know, up till now that I've started. And I originally wanted to be like a physical therapist. I wanted to go into the medical field, but kind of started to fall in love with, uh, with kind of the process of creating a company and kind of doing something for yourself. Um, and that, that's kind of how it began. So um, one became two, became three, became four, became five. Became six. Not all of them were successful, um, but, you know, did sell the one at 19. And now, you know, I have viral ideas. Um, I've had this company for two years with my business partner, Zach Medina. Um, and we've grown it from zero customers to 100 customers uh, in, in just over two years. Awesome. And, in, in, you know, it's funny that not necessarily you go entrepreneurship because that was your dream, but you actually had aspirations to go to, you know, different field, go to college, graduate and, and focus on that corporate ladder. And even if you had your own practice, I mean, you were going that route. And so, it, I mean, it sounds like you were always testing the waters with your side hustles. And, and so what, what, what got you to turn into full-time entrepreneurship? So, so really full-time entrepreneurship started, um, in college when I started the zombie run. So the zombie run was a nationally touring 5k race. Um, and I, I really started that kind of out of a passion for running and a passion, um, for creating cool events. So, um, I had started a couple other events companies with the business partner. Um, and we, we kind of came up with this concept where zombies could chase after runners. So I thought, I thought of that concept kind of took it on the road, launched in 16 cities at over 35,000 people do it. Um, kind of what made me start it was just kind of I was interested in doing it, and it, and it became a business. So there's a lot of things that you don't know about business when you go like when you go into business like that, especially kind of only being partway through business school, which doesn't really teach you that much. Um, although I love Temple, um, and uh, kind of really learned a lot through that process of starting the business while in college. That's awesome, man. And I mean, I I think I've heard about that race. I'm not a big racer myself, but that, I I think the first time I heard about it is like, oh my god, this this is so fun. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely a lot of fun. You had to watch out for the kids, though. Those they would chase you for a while. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> so how about how did all those companies that you started the one, two, three, four before you hit viral ideas? How did viral ideas came to life? Yeah, so so it actually started. Um, Zach and I. Um, I'd gone out to California and both of us, you know, I'd been doing a little bit of side consulting after zombie run. Uh, We basically grew it through social media and video and, you know, really figured out that that's something I had a knack for. So Zach and I partnered up, um, got a couple of clients in California, a couple of startups and um, one turned into two, turned into three, turned into four, turned into a hundred. So that's kind of where we're at today, kind of working with, you know, everything from fortune 1000 brands all the way, you know, to some local businesses in our area, you know, creating video content for social media. That's awesome. And that's one of the reasons that I wanted to do like the podcast audio experience in the video, because I actually, and, and you will get one of these, you get like a one minute clip, you know, inspirational with whatever you say on the episode. And I think video is so important that it's, 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 it's essential for every business. I mean, your nonprofit, profit, even a podcast. I mean, I found a way to incorporate video on the podcast. Yeah. It's exciting for, you know, to hear everything that you're going through. And it's, it's amazing how well it works too for entrepreneurs that are for just starting out or even, you know, big companies all benefit from it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So while you were on the journey of creating all these businesses and all these very creative things that you were doing, did you only have any, any at any point, did you have any doubts that you could actually turn an idea into a business? 
It's funny. So I talk about this a lot with Zach and a lot of my other friends that are entrepreneurs. Um, and I'm sure you felt this too, kind of when you're in it, especially the first few um, that I started, I was so naive about what actually I was doing that I just thought I could do it. So I was just like, oh, like this, like, let's start a business and you know, I put, put it together and, you know, we had some support and, you know, just kind of went for it. So I think naivety propelled the first few. And then kind of once I figured out the process kind of through, through the first few ventures, um, viral ideas, you know, setting it up and understanding what's coming next was actually a lot calmer uh, than the rest of them. And Jack, Zach and I always joke like some problems that we would have experienced, like, you know, back in other businesses that we've had are just kind of like, you know, shrug your shoulders kind of thing. Um, and just part of everyday life, you know, with business. So was in, in your case, by the time you started viral ideas, was it easier to start it? Yeah, I would say, I would say it was definitely easier. It was, it was kind of, it's kind of almost like having it been the sixth venture that I've done. I think it was just kind of like second nature. We're just going to, yeah, I'm not gonna say the whole thing's easy and it's not. Right. It's not right. <laughs> but, um, you know, we put up, you know, this kind of everyday struggles are just kind of something that were something that we, you know, familiar territory. It's like deja vu. It's like, oh, this is like something and a lot of business have a lot in common. So doing it again is not as hard as starting from the beginning. Right, well, right. Compared to your first thing, one. Na naivety is, is beautiful. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. <laughs> not, not being afraid and believing that you can do everything. Exactly. That's that, I, you know, sometimes I wish I was there. <laughs> <laughs> that you could revert time and just go back to high school when you started your first one. Exactly. I, 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 wish, I wish I wasn't so weathered at this point. <laughs> right, right. That's awesome, man. And I mean, you know, when you started Viral Ideas, And I mean, it sounds like, you know, your partner, your business partner has been with you in, in a few of them and a few adventures that you've had. Um, but what was that, you know, the real aha moment when, you know, every time that you start a business, what is that moment like? Is, is there fear or is there excitement or is there just a gut feeling? What is, what a, you know, after the sixth adventure, I think you, you nail it down to how to figure out what a good idea is going to take off compared to, you know, just a little face. So it's funny, we originally actually started it out um, as like a side consulting practice. So a lot of people start a business just because they want to start a business, not because right. there's an actual need in the market. Right. So there were, you know, we had, like I said, the first two clients, some of them actually are still with us today. So two years, two years later, these clients are still paying us money and, and it's important to kind of like have that consistent revenue. But, you know, I think, I think kind of when we started this, it was just out of, hey, we had these two clients and then it became three, then it became four. And like, we're like, okay, then we're going to start a business around what we already have and what's already working. Um, and then and then kind of from there, it's, it's just, you know, built. So there was never really like this aha moment. It just was working. So we kept doing it. That's awesome. And, and I think you touch a, a really good point there that a lot of people go towards a trend and what they believe is going to sell or what they believe is a good idea as a business but they sometimes overlook that the business should solve a problem because otherwise there's no customers. Right. And I think, I think sales, in my opinion, come before everything because if you don't have that money coming that up. And it's funny, I, I, I pulled all this out because I, I knew kind of the nature of the show. So this is, I only pulled half of them out, but this is literally, this is called my no pile. <laughs> so this is literally a pile of people that I've met in the past two years. Wow. more. <laughs> Right, I'll, I'll pull more out just to kind of be a little dramatic. They all sit right next to me, just in case I like feel like making calls. That's There's awesome. Probably, probably over a thousand people that we've met in the past year, just knocking on doors to sell our services. 
Um, and I think it's kind of the most valuable overlooked thing. Like some people just think you put up a website and I'm in business. No, you have to sell and you have to sell really well and you have to sell your products and really believe in them. And if you do, people will buy. So, um, that's kind of, it's kind of the way we've approached, um, you know, viral. And it's one of the reasons we've built the business so well um, is because we've started with initial customers and then kind of it's ballooned and referred and built from there as we built our reputation. And see, the funny thing is uh, my first, well, not my first, but the one, the first high side hustle that I had that it actually took off, it was web design. And I would go do network marketing events and meet people and clients will come through there. But I never got to be that guy that could actually cold call somebody or go knock on doors. Like I could never do it. And I think that was, you know, that was the thing that always stopped me. And that's why I stopped doing it. Yeah. But it's amazing when I see somebody like you that, you know, you, you believe so much in your product and in your ability and on everything that you're doing, you just go for it and you just call them up. And, and I bet, you know, you, you do it so natural that it's not even a sales call. Well, it, it's interesting. So, so we, we just started, you know, originally we've always done cold calling and we've always done networking and stuff like that. But we recently just started doing like literally door to door. Like we'll, we'll go to the businesses because a lot of times when you cold call, um, for anyone that's ever done it, like you call up and the person at the front doesn't really want to send you to the back or whatever. So, you know, why not just go and see what happens? And we've actually built the strongest pipeline in the past like four weeks that we've ever built ever doing this particular type of selling. Um, it does take a lot of guts. Like we had, we had one guy told, tell us to, you know, get the F out of his office today. Um, you know, we came in, he's like, don't you see the no soliciting sign? I'm like, I can't read too well or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't interested. Um, but like for, for, for all those no, for all the no's that we get, we build pipeline and we build opportunity that, that kind of comes from it. And I think it's overlooked and it sucks and it's, it's a very difficult thing to do. But when you get in a rhythm of doing that, you can build a real business and a real pipeline off of, um, just cold calling and knocking. And how are you able to handle those no's and those get the F out of here? I mean, how are you able to manage to survive them and then just get out of there and then go knock on the next door? The badge is on or baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, when someone says no to you, that's great. You know, you know, I don't have to waste any more time with them. So that right. partner five, move on to the next one. This is right. right next door. Right. You so know? you're, you're just, you know, you, you keep going and you play the numbers game, right? Or you basically yeah. keep going until one says yes. Yeah, and, and of course, like we're, we also do digital marketing, and we also get a lot right. of customers from there. But if you have nothing but yourself and, and your products, you can go door to door and sell them, and it works. Right, and you know, I I I wanted to continue asking you on that because you hear that you know you set up your website, you do social media, you may do a few videos, but it's it's surprising that you know cold calling and and knocking door and door. It's actually for me, and and you know the times that I did it. I saw that not that it was easier because the notes are actually heartful, but there's something different to it. Like you can connect yeah, at a much yes feedback. Um, and then and then kind of what what is important is you know being in the video industry. You come back to our website. You come down to you come back to our Facebook. You come back to our Twitter. Let's say I got your interest. You're like I got to think about it. Whatever. You go back to our website and you watch our vlog. You watch our other content and you watch the work we did. It backs up what I just said to you in your office. So I I think I think this is just a way to drive instant traffic, instant results and kind of get the ticker, get the ticker flying faster. Right. That's awesome, man. I love, I love your technique. I'll, I'll be eager to see that pilot lemming that works in a few months and see how, how it made you explode. <laughs> there we go. So, I mean, for viral ideas in this case, how were the first six months for you guys uh, emotionally and physically for you? 
I, I won't even break it down for six months. I, I think it's the first two years. So, so we're, we're just kind of getting over that two year hump now. And I've been doing a lot of reflection on it and, and my business partner has been too. And it's, I mean, we were heads down, like, you know, kind of the, the mentality of, you know, they talk about like, as an entrepreneur, you work 16 hours a day or 14 hours a day. And we, we really were living that. Um, but kind of looking back and reflecting, I kind of realized, you know, there's a lot more to life than just doing that, you know, and, and, and working and, you know, it needed to be done and, it, and we needed to build up, you know, our client base and build up our structures and our processes and the million things we couldn't get to. But, and I'm, I still don't work nine to five, I work way more than that. But, you know, I think that a lot of times what's missed when you're becoming an entrepreneur and when, when you're hustling is the rest of your life. And, you know, where, where's the place for that? And I, I don't know, like in talking to all the people that you talk to, if if you ever hit that conversation, I'm curious to hear your perspective. It's actually, yeah. I mean, funny they mentioned, it's actually come up a couple of times where uh, people start weight, gaining weight and start sacrificing health and to the point where they have to go to a nutrition or, or somebody to help them because it's overlooked. I mean, you forget about your image. You forget about going to the gym, exercising, uh, sometimes sacrificing sleep. And as a matter of fact, I think it was two episodes ago, we were talking about this amazing uh, woman that built an incredible company and her kids started to hate her because she couldn't spend time with them. It's a tough balance. And you know, it's, it's very tough and I don't think that you can ever balance it, you know, at a hundred percent, but you always try, right? Like you try to accommodate in your calendar time for yourself, time for the gym, time for family, uh, for your partner, you know, you try to balance it even though it's hard, like it's hard. It's, it's, it's super tough. And that was one of my questions too, is like, how are you able to shift when you're working to shift to the family, right? Because my, at least my mind's always, it's always running. Like, I don't know how you do it. Are you able to separate work from family or, or friends time? Yeah, it's, it's really tough. Uh, and I'm curious to kind of, after I give my answer, I'm curious how you do it. Um, Cause I know you have, you have your podcast, you have your, your team business, you have a lot going on too. So, I mean, I'll be honest with you, the first two years I didn't balance it. I just worked, <laughs> you know, I really didn't have, you know, I, I took an occasional couple of days off to go hang out with friends, but I just worked, you know? Yeah. Um, in fact, I skipped, I skipped an entire family vacation one year because I didn't feel like I could take off from work. Um, and th this summer I've, I've started to lighten up a little bit. You know, I've gone to New York a few times with some friends. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm single. So I, you know, I don't have a, you know, girlfriend or, or anything to, to rely on me for that. But you know, I've been trying to like go on a couple more dates and doing a couple more fun things for myself. But it's, I mean, it's tough to, it's tough to balance it with time and everything. And I think it's just kind of a matter of, you know, for me, it's been kind of trying to get the discipline in, you know, like putting the gym on my calendar, just like I put, you know, a sales call or putting time with friends on my calendar, just like I put on, you know, my team meetings um, or, you know, doing, you know, having stuff, you know, if I can't see one friend one-on-one, -on -one, putting together, you know, all of my friends who I neglect all the time and I love them very much for allowing me to neglect them, putting them all in the same room at the same time and hanging out with them. So, yeah, you know, that's so cool, all. man. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm curious, like what's, what's your take on it? I rambled a little bit. Um, you know, I, 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 I'm kind of like in the same page with you because, you know, I'm, I'm a big starter. Like I, I start, I start, you know, different projects, different industries, different businesses, and if they don't take off, well, the next one comes, right? So I'm, yeah. I'm, with, I'm there with you. So, but every time that you start, like the first few months, it's hard, right? You, you got to hustle. You got to do everything. So it takes all your life out. And I'm actually engaged right now. And it's, it's hard, right? So, you know, it's, it's, 
she needs my time and I need her time too. And, but my business requires my time too. So it got, it got to the point that we actually put it in a calendar and, and because otherwise I will put something. Calendar invite. Yes. I said, yeah, exactly. And it's funny because we had a hard time. Her phone wasn't getting the, the notification. Yeah. Like when, when I send the calendar invite, so the first couple of times it's like, what do you mean you have something to do if I put it in the calendar? So, you know, but it's, it's something that it's always struggling, right? Like right oh, now, yeah, this afternoon it's actually blocked because we're going to go out and oh, we haven't gone out like in two weeks, man. I mean, oh, the, show, the show has been fun, but it's, it's demanding. And, you know, I really wanted to hear your feedback on that as well. Yeah, it's, um, I don't know, like it's tough for me to say how, you know, balancing relationships has been because, you know, I'm not in one. So it's, it's tough to say that, but you know, I definitely think scheduling is like how I would do it. It's just kind of being, being just as methodical with my calendar, you know, my personal life as I am with, you know, professional life. And I mean, to all the hustlers that are listening to us right now, I think it is crucial to don't forget about you, you know, take care of yourself because if you don't take care of yourself, your business is going down, like for sure. Because if you're not there, the health's not there, you start gaining weight or, or you know, you start sacrificing your sleep and, and you lose focus and you can't think the same, right? So, exactly. yeah, so I think it's a, it's a great thing to, to everyone that is listening to take out and, and it's okay to hustle the 14 and 16 hours a day, but don't, don't sacrifice your health. Exactly. So, I mean, I want to continue with your story, man, and, and with all the things that you've done. Um, you know, I know you've been through what I would like to call the entrepreneurial mountain that can be very high, but then the valleys that can be very low. So, I mean, what would, what would you think is one of the worst entrepreneurial moments that you've been through? Definitely low moment. Um, it's, it's weird in my head when I'm trying to think of this, I don't really think of things as highs or lows. I just see them for what it is. So like in my head there, there's really no, it's kind of flat. If that makes sense. Like if something bad happens to me, it's the same like visceral reaction as something good happening, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. So for example, if, if you have a, a bad day, how would you manage to not look at it as a bad day, but try to turn it around? How would you do that? For me, like I do, I do like a little bit of meditation. So I just kind of deep breath in, deep breath out, think about it a little bit, uh, but kind of just re kind of affirming for myself that I'm kind of lucky to be doing this and lucky to be coming to work and loving what I do every day. So, you know, even if it's a bad day, um, you know, my business partner says a lot of the struggles are a good thing, you know, it's, and it's a very positive thing to kind of go through something that's hard because it just kind of makes you with that. And it's really at this point, like the surprises are not a surprise. So when something surprises, like would typically surprise you, like employees spent too much money on X, like it's kind of predictable that, that they would do that or, you know, stuff that you would think would be a big deal is really just, part of owning a business right and i love that and you know I, I, you mentioned meditation does that play a big role in your in your everyday activities yeah i mean i find myself so i do a lot of yoga practice too once or twice a week and i just find it part of you know what i do if i ever lose my even killedness i'll just go and you know do some mild meditation either in my car or in the other room or you know something to just kind of re reboot myself i love it man and you know i, I try to stick to a schedule to put it in my calendar to do some meditation because it does, it does get you back on track and, and not to go down the rabbit hole. Exactly. So that's very cool. And I mean, I want to continue with your story a little bit and what, what, what keeps you going 
what is that vision like or what is that goal that you have in mind that keeps you pushing and keeps you hustling and, and you won't stop until you get there? What does that look like? Yeah, so I, it's actually not something I talk about a lot, but I'll kind of bring it up here. This is the first time I've ever talked about it publicly. So, so Viral Ideas is kind of, to me, the beginning of you know, a big brand. Like we're, Right now, we're an 11-person company uh, with about 100 clients. Um, you know, so we really want to expand that you know, singular offering of being able to work with business for video. But we also want to build a brand out of viral, right? So, so the viral brand kind of like you saw, you know, the way Richard Branson did it with the Virgin Brands. We kind of want to have other spinoffs off of viral ideas that become different brands. Like we have our first one is Viral TV, which is basically right now it's just a, a vlog that we do every week. But, you know, eventually we feel like that, that's going to turn into something else too. So we're just kind of enjoying the process of creating viral ideas viral TV and then potentially other brands that, that could latch on to the, to the project. And that's kind of the way our minds work with, with viral ideas. We see it as kind of a, a hub and multiple spokes coming off of it, you know, in the future. That's awesome. That's a great way to, you know, branch out, not only in revenue terms, but, you know, you open different opportunities for different things to happen. Exactly. So that's, that's very cool, man. And, you know, and really appreciate you sharing this. I know you probably don't talk about it, but, you know, it's, it's really great for everybody that's listening that always keeping in mind that goal will get you going through those bad days, right? Because basically the why is more important than the how. Exactly. Exactly. That's so cool. I, I think the why is important too. Like we, the foundation of our company is kind of happiness at the core. So it's, it's similar, you know, to a Zappos-esque mission of kind of wanting to spread happiness inward, you know, to yourself and to your employees and then outward to our customers and through the videos we create. Um, and, and it's kind of very deep rooted, um, you know, a lot of stuff, but my, my business partner and I, you know, he struggled with anxiety. I struggled with depression uh, through high school. So being happy is just a core, you know, all good now, but, you know, it's just the kind of core of what we do. So building the company was kind of for us, you know, deep rooted in that particular part of the brand. So, you know, and I think happiness is something that, you know, not a lot of people can I have innately, but it's something that can be created and it's something that can be worked towards. Right. And I think, it, you know, you get to that point where you find your fulfillment in life and you find your happiness, but you only find it if you, if you lo really love and enjoy what you do. Like exactly. If, if we would have moved you to, uh, you know, a corporate job or, or doing something that you're not, you know, something different from viral ideas. I mean, how would you feel there? It's a good question. I, I actually, at one point was interviewing with Google and I was, I was thinking in my head, what would it be like working here? And when the answer was like, like, I don't know, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of, I'm curious too, like for you, have you ever worked a corporate job or have you ever worked? Yeah. So I actually, you know, I did go to college and graduated and I had, I actually was climbing that ladder very fast. I was, was, I was in marketing. And by the time that I graduated, I was already doing digital marketing for eight different malls across the country. That's amazing. And yeah. So I, I felt successful. I mean, maybe, maybe amazing, but like, you know, you didn't. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, journey, you know, you know? And, and, and at the time, I mean, it felt amazing. It's like, oh my God, I, I, you know, I'm making it. But there was something always, you know, all my life. And the helmet was missing. Yeah. Something was missing. Something was not right. And something didn't feel right. And even after that, I went to another job, better paid and everything. I felt miserable there. And that was the, you know, after a year being there, it's like, oh my God, you know, the year went by as if it was a glance. Like, where, where did a year go? Like, this is not for me. I got to go. 
And that's when the, the full-time transition became in. And thank God now, you know, the show. Here we are. Yeah, here we are. So, you know, it's, it's very fascinating to hear your story, man, and, and all the journey that you have and, and, and everything that you've been doing. I mean, you know, not only, not only did you start the amazing race, but now doing viral ideas. And, and I know you were headed the right way. And I know viral ideas is going to turn into something huge and, and, and very, very big out there. Thank you. I appreciate that. So I want to change gears a little bit from uh, you're talking a little bit about your story now to what I like to call the hassle round. Let's where, do it. Yeah. So basically on this, and this is something that, you know, our friend David, he was on episode one and that was, that's the only episode that we didn't play the hassle round. So we're going to have to bring him back so we can play and see how he does. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, I'm very excited to play this with you. Uh, basically, I throw a word at you. And the very first word that pops to mind, that's the one you're going to oh, say. Oh, gosh. Here we go. <laughs> I, I, by the way, like knowing, knowing David very well, and like he's one of the most interesting characters I've ever met in my life, I bet his was hilarious. <laughs> that's why I want to do it again. <laughs> All right. We'll see if we can, we see if we can so, do it. So, and probably David is listening to this right now, too. So, David, you know, uh, we'll probably talk to you to bring you back and play this round. <laughs> Hustle. Grow. Work. A lot. Employee. Love them. Boss. Don't have one, baby. <laughs> Rules. Break them. College. Fun. <laughs> Fear. Get rid of it. Weakness. Ignore it. Strengths. Improve them. Motivation. I'm waiting for a word to pop in. <laughs> that's, that's all mine. <laughs> you know, it's funny, like, you pick the one word that, like, you, like, as an entrepreneur, like, I feel like motivation just comes from within. Like, I, like, nothing's popping in there. I'm gonna pass. <laughs> pass. And last but not least, books. I should read more of them. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, man. Awesome. So, um, you know, before we get ready to leave here, uh, you know, to everybody that is listening to us right now, to all the hustlers that are out there in the fence between leaving their, their job, they're trying to climb the ladder, or maybe they already started their business, but they're not to the point where they want to be. Is there any motivational hustling quote that you can share with them a few words to inspire them to keep pushing and to keep going after their dreams? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, Do what's right for you. And if you have the inkling and you think you want to do it and you've started doing it and you're at your job, go for it because you will make the best decision of your life. Yes, I agree with that, man. I mean, once you go after that dream and you start building it, you never look back. doesn't matter what you're doing and you just never look back. It's, it's kind of, I, I kind of equate it to this too. You know, it, let's say you're at a bar, you're in a situation and, or, 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 or even if you just, you know, like a girl in general um, and you don't say anything to her, you're always going to Think about what could be. Same thing with business. If you don't do it and you don't try, you're always going to remember what could be and think about what could be. And that's going to bother you forever and it's going to eat away at you. But if you go and try it, and even if the answer is no and you fail, at least you gave it a try. At least you tried to do something that you really wanted and you went after it. And the funny thing is, I, I consider the biggest mistakes in my life the ones that I didn't take action. Yep. Like I should have done it. And ever since that happened, I never let an idea go without trying. You always got to try. Well, there's some That's, silly ones like, you know. Right, right. But something. Talking on a plane with no parachute, like maybe not that. Yeah, but like yeah, other maybe ones. not that. 
Well, maybe you know, ones when, are great ideas. Yeah, but especially when you have that gut feeling that okay, this could be big. Like, go for it, right? Just go oh, for 100%. it. Hundred percent. And if it feels right, if it feels right to you, you know, and you feel like you could do it, you know, make make sure like you're taken care of too. Like a lot of people don't realize like that the first couple of years in business, you're you're unless you have money saved, you're not going to be able to take a prop salary. So right. unless you have investors, that's, someone that's me right here. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So you know, it, you know, it's not going to be until later you you have the financial cash flow to be able to do that, and your business gets going. But you know, make sure that's taken care of. But if you can do that and you can be practical about it, go for it. Awesome, man. Well, I really appreciate, you know, you taking the time to talk to us today, talk about your journey and everything. And I just want to make sure that all the hustlers that are listening to us, how can they connect with you in case they, uh, you know, they have some ideas, they want to connect with you, or they're probably maybe looking for some help on their video marketing, and they want to get a hold of viral ideas. How can they do so? Sure. So our website's viralideasmarketing.com. Um, or I'll feel free to shoot my personal email out there. So I'm just Dave at viralideamarketing.com. Um, so feel free to ping me on either one um, and I'll try to get back and help in the best way I possibly can to help you move forward. Awesome. And I'll make sure that I link to your email and to your website at thehustleshow.co slash TSH26. That's two six. And that way you can, you know, everybody that is listening to us, they can go to our website and just you're a click away from connecting with you. Thank you very much, Christian. Awesome, man. I mean, you know, I wish you nothing but success, man. I really do. And I hope viral ideas. I want to see it explode in the, in the next few months. And, and I wish you nothing but big things to you and to your partner and to your business and to your team. And I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us today, not only to me, but to all the hustlers that are listening to us and, and giving us your, your inspirational words today. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in to the Hustle Show audio experience. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And even if you didn't, make sure you subscribe to the podcast right now. It's still free. Visit thehustleshow.co for all the show notes and to watch the video experience of this episode. We'll see you soon.